When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. It has been a chilly week here in the New York area. Uh, Hopefully the weather is better for you wherever you are. Uh, I'm actually down in Washington, D.C. today, so we're now not broadcasting from New York. We're doing it from Washington, D.C., and the temperature really isn't much different. But again, we hope you had a a prosperous week so far. We're going to have a great show. Uh, Those new to Sustainable Success that are just joining us today can uh, not only find us on the Voice America Influencer channel, but also on our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. And why 2017? Because that's when we started the show back in May 2017. We always remember where we started. So that being said, we're going to have a great show. Our show is being brought to you today by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing sustainable solutions to improve the father-son bonding process. The goal is to produce new leaders that will allow us uh, to uh, bring our businesses, uh, our communities, and our churches to all new levels. And uh, this organization is doing wonderful things. Check them out at www.efamovement.org. That's www.efamovement.org. Today, we're going to have a great show. Uh, We're going to be talking with an expert in the marketing area. Her name is Jen DeVore Richter. And the topic we're going to be discussing today is go from total unknown to a sought-after expert. I can relate to to this 100% because this was myself about seven, eight years ago. And I'm really looking forward to this. And those joining us, if you're an entrepreneur, uh, a a soon-to-be author, speaker, uh, even, uh, you know, just getting into entrepreneurship, you know, from the corporate world, this is the lady that you want to listen to today. Before I formally introduce her, I do want to give you a background where who she is and where she came from. In a career and life-changing move, Jen quit her job working for NASA as a marketing executive to pursue the American dream of owning her own business. After many successes and failures on the road to building a seven-figure earning marketing agency, She is now on a mission to inspire over 100,000 business owners to redefine what success looks like for themselves. Working hand-in-hand with business owners for over five years now, Jen is focused on flipping the national small business failure rate of 80% upside down to achieve a success rate of 80% or better. That is fantastic. Her creative approach to business has been published in three business books as well as the new Boss Woman Rock Monthly Magazine. Subscribe to her uh, for free at her website at bosswomenrockmagazine.com. In addition, Jen has been on over 28 TV, radio, print, and online interviews and appearances in 2017. Enjoys a regular spot as the business expert on one of Jacksonville's most popular local news TV talk shows. Without further ado, let's introduce Jen DeVore Richter to the show. Jen, how are you doing today? As coincidence would have it, I'm actually sitting in the parking lot right now at the TV station that you just talked about. Oh, my God. Well, I'm so glad that. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. So I'm really looking forward to today. I mean, this, you know, on the Sustainable Success Radio Show, we have, you know, many people that are, you know, have made the transition from the corporate world to to entrepreneurship. We have many people that are using now speaking and writing books to further their craft, to, you know, to establish themselves as experts in their area of expertise. So I, I wanted to talk about a little bit about first the transition itself. You know, mm-hmm. this is something that, you know, I can relate to because I went, I took this path leaving the corporate world to get into entrepreneurship. And while at the time I thought it was something that could be an easy transition because I had some great skill sets and I was a, you know, I did really well in, in my job, it was a whole different ball game. So I wanted to kind of, you know, if you could shed some insight on that transition before we get into some of the process and the things that uh, that people can go from becoming a total unknown to a sought-after expert. Yeah. I mean, for for me, it was like what you just mentioned about your skill set. And so when I realized that I didn't want to work for a company anymore uh, or the government, really, anymore, and I wanted to start my own business, I just did an assessment of my skills. And I said, okay, so what am I good at? And how can I turn this into a money-making business? The basically the only two things I'm good at that I could make a living at are marketing. And surprisingly, I was a photographer just as a hobby at this at that time. It was like a creative outlet for me. So I decided my first business as an entrepreneur was that I opened up a photography studio and I was, you know, well trained. I actually went back to school for photography training, even with a a master's degree in business. I went back to school for more training to just get even better. I wanted to be the best. So I did that and opened up a photography studio and uh, started, that was the first, my first foray into business, but basically it started with what you talked about, doing a skills assessment, saying, what am I good at and how could I make money at that? And then from there, after the photography business, I did that for seven years and I was able to be successful at it when most photographers are not. Most photographers are starving artists. (laughs) Um, Well, I was able to be successful at it and had it replace my, like a six-figure income because I ran it as a business owner first and not as an artist first. And uh, actually ended up, because I was successful at marketing my business and growing a business as a photographer, I ended up being asked to speak at photographer associations and conferences and hold workshops and teach other photographers how to do business and marketing. And then um, I really got the bug for that. And I realized, wow, this is really, this is a cool way to, you know, to potentially make income as well to supplement my photography business. So then I decided, okay, so then after seven years of being a photographer, uh, working nights, working weekends, working holidays with family, you know, because everything fun that people want documented with a photographer happens at nights, weekends, and holidays. Um, And then I burnt out on that. And I said, okay, well, what I'm going to do is just make a go of, being uh, a marketing, uh, you know, expert, basically, uh, but I had a little freelance business. So I transitioned out of my photography business and opened up a marketing consulting firm. I had a little office in Atlantic Beach near where I live right now, uh, Atlantic Beach, Florida. And that was basically like my first foray into making a living as a marketing expert and consultant. So those were my first two, uh, first two leaps. Um, but then I, there was a lesson that I learned that I think a lot of solo entrepreneurs maybe learn the hard way like I did, 
when you when you decide to, to transition and, and create a, a business for yourself, sometimes you get into the trap of you wake up one day and you realize, oh, no, I've just basically created a job for myself. And it has a lot of extra stress if you don't have systems and people and processes in place where you're just, you know, basically trading time for money. And uh, after I went through a really bad health scare, Chris, uh, where over a period of um, uh, three years, I had, uh, you know, multiple surgeries. <laughs> uh, let's just put it at that. And when I had all these surgeries and all these this healing that I was having to do, I wasn't able to go market myself the way that um, that I was at the, at that time. I was, you know, I was trying to run around to networking events and, and get a customer one business card at a time. I wasn't really leveraging my influence. I was, you know, just basically doing the chamber of commerce routine. And when when it's only you in your business as the solopreneur and you basically have created just a job for yourself as a business owner and are not really creating a scalable business, when you get hit with something like that, with a, you know, with a major life change or, a, you know, potentially disastrous situation like a health scare, um, everything comes to a screeching halt. And so, and it did for me too. And that was like my rock bottom as a business owner. I ended up losing my office at the beach. And took, you know, but I kind of looked at it as a blessing in disguise, to tell you the truth, because it really gave me the opportunity to sit and rethink about what it really means to be a business owner and how I could um, do the opposite of what my competition was doing, which was running around to networking events one business card at a time and really think about, okay, how can I scale my message? How can I scale my business? And what processes and systems do I need to have in place so that I can build a team? That makes sense? Totally makes sense. And and I love the fact that you mentioned that when people make this transition and a lot of times they make they put a lot of emphasis on into their craft or area of expertise, which obviously is important. But yet, if you're not treating it as a business, it becomes a hobby and in it or a part time income, so to speak. So, you know, you talk about I mean, a little bit. There's always going to be those ups and downs in, in entrepreneurship. Right. You know, talk a little bit about, you know, that when in this transition you know, you know, why, you know, you know, putting, you know, treating it as a business is, is really more important than the craft itself, you know, at that point in juncture to get off the ground. Yeah. So it basically, it's the concept that Michael Gerber talked about or wrote about in his book, The E-Myth, which is a really popular business book that most people have heard about, right? Where, you know, you decide you're going to be an entrepreneur or a business owner and you just start making money based on what your skills are. So let's say that you're really good at baking cakes, as an example, Maybe your friends and family are hiring you to bake cakes and you go, okay, well, I'm going to quit my corporate job and I'm going to make a company baking cakes. And so you start baking cakes and then one day you realize, wow, this is a ton of work and I'm not making that much money and I can't manage the cash flow and, I, and I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm washing dishes and coming up with recipes and meeting with clients and doing all the marketing and trying to do bookkeeping and opening and closing the store and all these things. And you might have like one employee with you or whatever, you know, usually people hire the bookkeepers, the first thing. And one day you wake up and you go, wow, this is a ton of work for not that much money. And that's why most business owners fail. That's why I'm on a mission to turn that the national small business failure rate right now is 80% uh, in the first 18 months. It doesn't mean the entrepreneur fail, fails, but it doesn't mean that the business will fail. And so, and it's because of that, because we just basically create jobs for ourselves. And I've learned it the hard way. I, I did it myself. Um, but, you know, when I hit rock bottom again, it was, it was a really good opportunity for me to say, okay, how can I turn this lesson around and decide to do it differently and really build a, a scalable business? 
And so I turned that negative situation into a really positive experience for myself. Um, and I ended up, the, my, my seven-figure company that I built uh, was an, uh, an ad agency, like a marketing agency, and I had two business partners. And so I was smart enough to realize that I couldn't do it completely on my own. I needed to have people on my team. And at that time, I thought, you know, being in a business partnership was going to be the best way for me. And we did have um, a lot of success there. That company still goes on to this day. My business partners have it. So it's, uh, my ex-business partners have it. So it's, so, but that was the thing that I learned was I, you know, we need to have people to help us. We need to have processes. We need to have systems. And I need to stay in my zone of genius. I can't be doing everything uh, because I'm going to get overwhelmed, frustrated, burnt out, and I'm not going to be able to make the money that I wanted to make. Um, so now, uh, within the last year, I um, sold my equity to my business partners. And now what I'm doing is basically the, I'm on a mission, on a personal mission, to ensure that business owners don't have to learn those lessons the hard way, that they can save themselves a lot of uh, time and money and heartache and really learn how to grow their business the, the right way. And that's what I do now as a marketing consultant and as a business breakthrough specialist and speaker and media personality and author and all those types of things. That is so awesome. And, and it's so true. You know, uh, you know, when you look at this, I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs, we make, we make so many mistakes and we, and it's so great that what you're doing now that you're able to take this and kind of turn around to show people how they can, uh, you know, not go the path that we all have taken before. I've been down that road. So do, do know it well. So that being said, I wanted to get a little bit into the process. We may need to go into this on the second uh, part of the show today uh, after the break. But, like, talk a little bit about, you know, this process. You know, a lot of times, I, I you know, when you look at an entrepreneur, it all it has to start with them first before they start moving forward with whatever they do or in terms of their product or service, you know, and that would be their mindset. If I wanted to talk a little bit about that, why that's so important. That's what I was actually speaking about this morning on, on television yep. at the local news station was mindset. I call it mindset, money, and motion. So these are the, the secrets to success. And it does start with in your mind. You know, Napoleon Hill has a, has an old saying, whatever the mind can conceive or believe, it can achieve. And you, so you need to picture for yourself maybe a different reality of what the success in your business will look like. For me, I thought success would be, oh, if I just have clients paying me, then I'll be a success, right? And, and that's, kind of, that's kind of where I went, went wrong <laughs> um, with trading time for money. But so whatever, whatever it, that is that you want to achieve, you, you need to put it in your mind first and then take a baseline. Like, okay, if that's where I'm trying to go, because I always knew that I wanted to be a speaker and write books and be on television and share my story and inspire and empower business owners. I always knew that I wanted um, to do that, but that's not where my reality was. I wasn't there. So I had to do a baseline like, okay, here's where I'm trying to go, but here's where I am at now. So now how can I create an action plan to help me get from where I am to where I want to go? The key lesson that I learned was whatever my competition is doing, I need to do the exact opposite. That's what makes marketing successful. And while business owners were, you know, all my competition was running around, 
handing out business cards one at a time, trying to beg for clients and chasing after people that, you know, didn't really want to, you know, do business with them. I said, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to chase. I'm going to become attraction. I'm going to become attractive. I'm going to use the power of attraction marketing to grow my business. And so that's why I go on television. That's why I write books. That's why I do radio shows and things like that. And that's what I teach my clients to do too, is use the power of influencer marketing, which I know this radio station is all about. The Voice of, you know, Voice of America radio station is all about building your influence and your platform and your yeah. message as a way to grow your business. And that's what I do. That's, that's what works. Um, doing it kind of the old-fashioned way, the way that everyone else does it, start a business, join the chamber, and hand out business cards, it doesn't work. And the numbers don't lie if we look at the, fa- the small business failure, wa- failure rate. It just doesn't work, right? So that's where, so that's what you got to do. You got to put, okay, my mindset is that going to be that I'm going to come from a place of service in my business. I'm going to, I'm going to create a movement around my message. I'm going to make my business to the point where it's um, this bigger thing, bigger than me, <laughs> trading time for money. And I'm going to leverage the power of my voice and my message to help people and solve problems for people and whatever platforms I need to get on in order to do that. That's what I'm going to do. So to me, that's what the difference is. No, it's so true. I mean, it, it's, I mean, mindset plays in such an important role and, and you really, really talked about, you know, if you're going to make this a sustainable model from, you know, instead of trading time for money to make it into a business that can leverage and use systems and, it, you know, this is what's going to make your business last. And, you know, I'm so looking forward to talking about more about the process when we get back after the break, but I wanted to just kind of you know, sum up um, what we just talked about here in the next, we have about less than two minutes, what we talked about here so far on the first segment, just to kind of summarize for the audience that has been listening or those that have maybe joined halfway through, Jen, you know, again, the transition, what would be, you know, just a, you know, like a, a summary of the making that transition from, you know, working from someone getting into their own business? Take a skills assessment of yourself. What are you really, what are you really good at? What, where's your zone of genius? And then try to figure out how you can use that to solve problems. The bigger problem that you solve for someone, the bigger opportunity you have to make a viable business out of it. But it begins with coming from a place of service and really thinking, okay, how am I going to make a difference? <laughs> and what, what is the message? What do I need people to understand? Um, and, and how can I help them? That, that's what helps you make that transition is filling a need. Yeah, it's so important. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, you, you talked about, you know, you know, people that get into business, entrepreneurship, they go to chamber events, they're chasing people around, trying to sell their services. And a lot of times people may realize they're not where they want to be or there could be a problem, but they're just not in that in that mindset at the time when someone's chasing them. It's like the use of attraction marketing kind of creates that awareness, it kind of brings it to the to the surface that allows someone to empower them to come forward and say, hey, I am not where I want to be. And perhaps this person or this business can really help me solve my problem, that if we work together, we can solve it and get me into, into the solution. So that is so true. Uh, those that are just joining us again, you're just you're listening to Jen DeVore Richter. Uh, she is a marketing executive. And she is someone that we're discussing about go from total unknown to sought after expert. Again, we're going to have an on-demand version of this show as well that you can listen to later. But again, we highly encourage you, if you're just joining us, to stick around for the second and third segment. We are just getting into the thick of things on this topic. 
And again, we'll uh, be right back after the break. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back here again. We're with marketing expert uh, Jen DeVore Richter from from Go From Total Unknown to Sought After Expert. If you're just joining us again, we're learning how not only to make the transition from working from some, for someone to being uh, uh, an expert in your area of uh, expertise, but we, we're going to discuss right now the process. And Jen, I want, we had talked a little bit about mindset and, and the difference between when someone gets into their business to really you know, treat it as a business rather than a hobby. You, know, you have to really understand business skills. Let's just talk a little bit about like how someone that is making this transition, because you discussed your transition, could go about it. What would be the process to go about making this transition? Well, so, so this also applies to, I just want to say, Chris, it, it applies to people making a transition from corporate to entrepreneurship, but it also applies to business owners making a transition from marketing that's not working to marketing 
that there does you work go. and yep. generating all the leads they can handle. Okay. So the process is the same regardless of where they're at. So the number one secret to marketing success is what is your message? <laughs> okay. It's, it's not the platforms. Usually think people get caught up in platforms. I call them shiny objects. It's like, Oh, do I need to be on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn is the new thing or, Oh, next it's Snapchat. You know, we get, we get caught up in tools. But the most important thing that you have to understand about your marketing is your message. People have a problem that they need solved. And so, so to go from complete unknown in your industry to sought after expert, you need to understand what the problem is that you're solving with your business, right? This is especially true for coaches, consultants, speakers, authors, you know, people like us, right? This is especially true for that. So what is the problem that is keeping people up at night? What's the conversation that's taking place around their kitchen table with their spouse that is the big thorn in their side? And if you can solve that problem, then you are going to be highly valued. And the bigger the problem, the bigger the paycheck. So then what you do in your messaging, in your, in your marketing messages, is you solve problems. And you, you basically, it's like, like with a podcast. I think about each episode of the podcast as how could I solve this person's problem one episode at a time or your radio show how could you solve someone's problem one episode of the show at a time right and that is what creates powerful messaging and that's what makes you attracted to people because they want to tune in you've got something of value that they're that you're helping them with and um, you're not just pushing your agenda on them like oh we've been in business since 1945 and we're family owned and operated and like people don't care about that that's not the problem that they have right but I see so many business owners marketing themselves with that kind of, like, I call it self-serving platitudes, where it's about them and it's not about the people that they're trying to help. So that's step one in the process is understand what your message is. And then when you have a powerful message that's valuable, that helps people, that's what you can use to leverage yourself to get on television or get on radio shows or write a book or get booked on stages because you have a message that's compelling that's not just all about you. So that's step one, if that makes sense. Yes. All right, no, so, so that makes that, two, uh-huh. go, go ahead. Yep. No, go ahead. You don't have a question about it? Okay. So then step nope, two nope. is <laughs> how are you going to earn the business through time? Because not everyone that hears your message, your marketing message, when you put it in front of them, is ready to buy from you right when they hear your message. Business and earning business is kind of like dating. <laughs> you know, it's like they're, they need to like know you. They need to like you. They need to trust you. And so it's your job as the marketer to think about how along this buyer, that's called the buyer's journey, how along this buyer's journey can I build no like and trust? How can I provide more value? How can I move them down the line? And it's not just about, you know, creating content and dumping more content on people, but it's, you know, creating offers is um, a powerful, powerful part of this process, too. So that's like actually the third step in the process. What's your offer? So what's the, what's the solution? So we're, we're talking about problems in our marketing. We're providing value and we're moving people down our um, sales funnel. You know, sell, to me, selling is serving. Selling is serving. And so if you're going to try to solve someone's big problem for them and change their life, you need to have a life-changing offer. And this is especially true for coaches, consultants, people that help people improve their health, improve their wealth, or improve their relationships. You need to have an offer that can truly be transformational and life-changing. So, so what is that? And how are you pricing it? And how do, they, how do you demonstrate the value of what you do? Um, so those are kind of like the first three cogs in the wheel. Um, and, you know, then the other thing that I like to think about is, 
serving your existing clients more. This would be like the fourth cog in the wheel. Is So how can you, because if a business owner, say I work with business owners, but they usually don't just have one problem. They might have a problem where their advertising isn't converting, so I can easily fix that with messaging. But then they'll have another problem. Maybe their pricing on the back end isn't correct. Um, I have a client who is a, she, it's a really interesting business model that's happening right now where um, patients are getting fed up. This is the problem. Patients are getting fed up with the insurance companies, and they're feeling ripped off. And the doctors as well are feeling crunched for time. And so they're having to, you know, run through patients and see, see patients in a high volume in a really fast period of time throughout the day. And so nobody's, nobody's happy with the, the current healthcare system. So this client of mine, she's really smart and she decided to um, open up a direct primary care business. Okay. So direct primary care, if you haven't heard about it, it's basically like you're a medical concierge. So she's, um, a nurse practitioner who can do direct, she can do primary care services. And so she created her business model around solving this big problem that was in the market where, you know, patients and doctors are frustrated with the insurance companies and they want a better solution. Doctors want to be able to spend more time with their patients. They really want to understand them as people and they want, you know, them to be served on a holistic level, not just treat symptoms. And, um, you know, doctors need a better, uh, a better business model. Dealing with insurance companies can be frustrating and complicated and not as lucrative as it once was. So she decided to create a medical concierge company, uh, her direct primary care business, where you pay a, a membership. It's basically like you're, you're buying into a, a monthly membership model. And when she first hired me, she was doing like $75 a month, and the patients could have access to her 24 hours a day. They could call her, text her. She would do video chats with them. You have immediate access to her whenever you want. You can do walk-in appointments within the guarantee is 48 hours or less and all that. And so when I so we fixed her mess, her lead problem by changing her messaging. But then on the other problem that she had was her pricing. Her pricing model wasn't really um, helping her cash flow situation. So I came in, I redid her pricing, and we went to a an option where people the patients could pay for the entire year up front and save two months worth of membership. They'd get two months for free. And now she's selling that for thousands of dollars and it's flying off the shelves. Her, her team can't keep up. And so now she's got amazing cash flow coming in her business. She's operating at a much more profitable level. Patients are loving it. She's loving it. And so, so, as a, so as an expert, someone that wants to solve problems for people, you have to think about all the problems that they have because sometimes there are multiple and if you're trying to run a business, you think about, okay, how can I turn these problems into opportunities for my business? There's a, a funny story about Walt Disney World. If you've ever been to Walt Disney World and got stuck in the rain, they know that this is a problem that's going to happen. So what do they do? They sell you a raincoat, right? It's like as soon as the rain starts coming, they're out there with their raincoat uh, carts, with the, you know, and, and they're, they're ready to solve the problem, but they're also using it as an opportunity to drive revenue for their company. So that's kind of some of the initial thought process that a business owner needs to be, needs to be working through. And then finally, the, the last concept is keeping profit first in your business. The old model of revenue minus expenses and then that's the profit is left over is actually being turned upside down. There's a gentleman named Mike McCallivitz who has a, a book out called Profit First that I highly recommend. As a, as a resource for the listeners to listen to, especially if you're a small business owner. Um, you know, this, the paradigm shift of keeping profit as the, the final thought in your business kind of going, is going out of date. <laughs> and so there's a new, a new way of thinking about keeping profit in your business so that you've, you've got your revenue, 
and you take profit first, and then whatever's left over is your expenses. And that's how you can make better decisions on how to invest in your business. So that's basically an overview of what I know to be true as the, the, the key five areas that a business owner needs to be focusing on. Leads, conversions, number of transactions, pricing, and profit. And if you focus on those five things, you'll be amazed at how the overwhelm and the frustration will just melt away because you'll be focused on revenue-generating opportunities for your business. Wow, that's fabulous information. And you know, and let's say for instance, you know, you're you're just you're getting into this and you, but you don't know this information, right? You you're uh-huh. kind of fumbling through everything. It's always recommended. I know when I got in into business that that I, you know, I was recommended I go work with somebody, like a coach, either somebody that was in my segment or really c- kind of understood the you know, the, the direction I was going and maybe walked in those shoes, you know, that would be somebody you would want to work with that could guide you. Cause you know, you had talked about that in terms of, you know, guiding people, what you do from as a marketing executive, working with uh, people that are, you know, looking to become uh, from a total unknown to a sought after expert. Talk about why it's so important to look for consulting and coaching, you know, upfront as an investment in, in their, not only in their, their business, but also themselves. I call it success hacking. It's just, it's easier to get more success faster if you follow in the footsteps of those that have already been there. So when I decided, um, you know, to leave my agency and hand it over to my business partners and go off and start a coaching and consulting and speaking business and write books and things like that, I hired, I invested in myself, and I hired the best speaker coach that I could find. I have the same speaker coach that Les Brown and the Tony Robbins family have. I invested in um, an Emmy Award-winning television producer to teach me how to be great on camera during news interviews and lifestyle shows on television, radio shows, and things like that. I invested in a um, the world's most foremost direct response marketer, named Dan Kennedy. I invested in his organization and let him train me and certify me. So it's those because there's there's probably not a business problem that other people haven't already solved, <laughs> right? And if your if your goal is to go from total unknown to sought after expert, and you know that the platforms are speaking, writing books, doing media, just get trained by the people that are experts in that. There's no sense in like reinventing the wheel. And yes, it is an investment up front, but it saves you so much time, so much money. Like me personally investing, I invested tens of thousands of dollars in coaching, but I've been able to make that money back really quite quickly and quite fast because I invested. In 2017, Chris, this is kind of interesting, I landed $108,000 worth of free media exposure for myself by doing what I'm sharing with you. So what do you think that that has done for myself as an expert this, the media exposure just skyrockets you, and it gives oh, you yeah. the platform to get your message out there. That's why radio shows are a, a great platform, right? So, Absolutely. and I did it based on what I was, what I knew instinctively, and what my education and training and background is, but also what the most successful people do. I just model that. I just, you know, took took the benchmark and then implemented it myself. So on the on the since we're on the top of coaching, I mean, there's a lot of coaches out there. There's a lot of coaches. There's a lot of uh, strategists, if you want to call them life and business strategists, you know, speaker coaches, business coaches. There's a lot of a lot of that. Now, in that, there's not always going to be some of the, you know, some some of the best. You know, there are some people that may get into it thinking, hey, I can make money at it, but they're really not really good at what they do. And then there are those that are very good at what they do. 
you know, there's going to be a lot of that out there and people might be skeptical. So what are some of the things that someone can do to kind of, you know, kind of, kind of go through that to make sure they find the right coach or consultant uh, that, that aligns with their values, what they're trying to do and so forth? The most important thing is results, right? So it's, are they doing what you want to do? <laughs> so, you know, for me, as a, I'm a consultant to uh, coaches, consultants, and service-based professionals. And generally, the, the types of clients that I work with sell high-ticket items, you know, like a doctor office that has a, you know, concierge medical uh, practice where the membership is a couple thousand dollars a month, or an attorney who wants to um, become known as the, the go-to attorney in their market and separate themselves from their competition, you know, but a new client to an attorney is worth thousands of dollars a month. So it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, kind of a no-brainer for them to invest in, in coaching or consulting, but they have to, this is why I do television and radio and write books, speak and stuff, is because I have to demonstrate that I know what I'm talking about. I can't just say that I do it. I actually have to do it and, and demonstrate the results. And then I have to be able to get results for my clients as well. So, um, you know, like one of my unique differences is that I have the ability to find 10000 to $100,000 in hidden profit potential in any established business and I can do it in 45 minutes or less because I have a process using my, my, my rising influencer profit process, the five areas that we just talked about. And um, so I demonstrate my value up front and I show the results and I show my happy clients and I have case studies and testimonials and things like that. That's what it really, I think is the key determining factor in finding the right person for you. And then of course, values and personality and do you like them, you know, because not everyone's for each person. You have to find the person that, that you feel like will get you or want to be excited about your business. Um, so for me, those that's what I did. And that's what I would recommend um, the listeners doing if they're considering finding someone to work with. That's That's fabulous. And then and if now what if in the case, if you have someone that requires maybe one or more ex, like expert to, to consult or, or coach them. Yeah. I mean, would you recommend this be one, 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 you know, one step at a time? Sometimes I've seen people I'm coaching with two or three people and it's like, well, wow, you know, that's a, a lot to absorb. Would, I, I, would, you, would you advise for that or against that? You know, in terms of if somebody's, you know, really looking to do it right and, and, and set, it, set it up in the right way based upon learning from these experts. I mean, it depends on what the experts are doing. So if they're kind of coaching on the same thing, like you don't need two speaker coaches, <laughs> you know, yeah. because they're going to have completely different styles and you're going to get different opinions about Mixed, yeah. how to be a great speaker, right? So that could get confusing. But if it's, you know, if it's two different areas of your business and you're not feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and confused by the amount of information that you're going to have to process then I don't see that there would be an issue with having two consultants at the same time, just as long as they're in completely different areas. You know, I know what my strengths are. People, when people hire me, it's because they want to become an, they want to become an influencer. They call them rising influencers and they want, they just want to get there faster and they want to be able to sell high ticket services. Right. So they hire me for that and doing, you know, media and PR and stuff is, is part of the process, but also we have to make sure that we're not just doing a bunch of stuff to showboat and make ourselves look cool on social media. We have to really make sure that we're, we're building a profitable business on the back end. Um, so that's why, you know, so that's my area. That's my lane. That's what I stay in. 
if someone, you know, needs an expert to help them like build out a sales funnel, that's not me. I know about it and I can do it, but I'm not, I don't offer that as a service. So then my job as a consultant would say, okay, well, okay, we've got this part down, but you know what else you're going to need is this, this process too. So let me introduce you to a trusted partner that I know that I believe in and I've can vouch for them and get, you know, and make sure that it's going to fit with this larger thing that you're trying to do. So that's what I would suggest. Nah, makes sense. So this is some great information. I mean, especially with the, you know, looking at how to go about, you know, hiring the right type of expert to help you become that uh, expert from a total unknown. Again, you're listening to Jen DeVore Richter. You know, again, she is a expert in taking uh, your business to another level through uh, speaking, writing books, uh, using TV and other types of social media platforms. Uh, We're going to be going to break, but we'll be right back. And again, you're listening to Sustainable Success Radio Show on the Voice America Influencers Channel. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. 
Welcome back again. Here we're here with Jen Devore Richter, and we are discussing go from total unknown to sought after expert. And again, if you're just joining us, we're we're share, she is sharing some words of wisdom here today. How to go about uh, either if you're coming from a corporate world into the entrepreneur space, or you've been in the space for a while, but you just haven't gotten to that next level where you want to be uh, as an expert. She is laying the foundation and and the process to get you where you are now to where you want to be. So again, if you missed that, you can you can listen to the on-demand version, which will be uh, available later today here or at the Sustainable Success uh, Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017, or you can find it at iTunes or any other areas uh, that provide podcasts. So Jen, I wanted to get a little bit more into the media side. Because you had referenced uh, radio shows, uh, and you happen to be on my show today, and you know there's podcasts, TV, social media. Talk a little. Let's get a little bit more in the length of how people could go about looking into this for wherever they are in their business, and how to really get you know convey their message at a higher level. Yeah, I'd love to because the reason why this is important is you know to become an industry expert in whatever industry you're in, maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're a lawyer, uh, maybe you're a motivational speaker. I don't know of one industry that isn't highly competitive, right? Everyone is competitive, even real, you know, real estate agents. It applies to a lot of different types of industries. And so if you're coming from a competitive industry where the market is crowded and your marketing isn't working and you're trying to stand out, um, positioning yourself as an expert by, by providing value, again, remember it goes back to what problems am I solving? What's my message? How can I provide value? Um, that's the, the first step in deciding, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the mindset that I'm worth this, that I have something that's important, and I'm going to share my message. Okay, so that's first thing. Mindset and deciding that you're going to do it different from your competition, and you're going to just walk away from the old ways, and you're going to start doing, doing something new. Okay, so that's first. You have to get that in your mind that you want to change. Okay, so then the second thing is the, the way that you get booked is by, again, thinking, okay, if I want to get on a television show, how, what problem am I solving? So I know that TV producers have a lot of time that they need to fill. The show that I'm on regularly is called River City Live. It's a local lifestyle TV show. I'm the business expert on this show. And so I created a, a relationship with the producer, right? By reaching out to him by email, don't send a press release. Press releases don't work. By, but sending an email that said, um, I've got an interesting segment idea for you. I think your viewers would like this because X, Y, Z. And I, and I gave him some three bullet points on statistics and things that I know to be true that his viewing audience might like. Like right now, October is National Women's Small Business Month. So I use that as like my hook and my angle to get on television this month, right? So October is National Women's Small Business Month. Here's a segment idea, and I lay out this segment idea. I solve his problem of having to come up with new ideas every day, multiple, and fill an hour worth of, of show time every day. That's a lot. So I create the show for him. I, I outline it all. I say, here are the talking points. Here, is, here are the visuals that I bring. I bring everything. I bring the props. I and, uh, you know, I say, and then I provide value to his audience. I was promoting an event. I'm, I was being like a spokesperson for this event that I'm helping promote in town. And so I provide discount codes for his viewing audience. So I think, okay, so the producer has a problem. He's got a ton of airtime to solve. What kind of segment could I do that would be of interest to his audience? 
how could I spin it or position it to where it ties into something very timely like National Women's Small Business Month? And how can I make this as plug and play and as easy as possible? So I just basically make his life easy you know, and make it as simple as possible for him to book me and say yes. And it, again, it's not about me. I don't talk about my business the entire time. I talk about why I gave three little known success secrets to his audience this morning. Um, we talked about my mindset, money management, and motivation uh, and movement. Okay, so I provide the segment idea. I take care of his entire. I take care of that entire segment for him. I'm solving a problem. That's the key to getting booked on on television. That's the key to getting booked on radio, and that's the key to getting booked on podcasts. You have to kind of have an interesting angle about it too. Like my, the fact that I used to work at NASA is kind of what I call my hook. It's the thing that people are like, oh, it's kind of interesting. She worked at NASA. That's cool. So you have to kind of, you have to kind of come from it at a, from a, whatever is interesting about you and use that as the hook, but then don't talk about yourself the entire time. Provide value, be entertaining, especially for television. You have to think, how can I make my story visual? How can I make this idea really, you know, kind of, do I need to bring props, you know? So so that's kind of the, the key to, to how to get booked is solve a producer's problem. Wow, that's powerful. And it's so true because a lot of times, you know, people might think, well, I got to share my credentials. and and it, But it's okay to have a hook, like you said, you know, NASA, when people think, wow, uh-huh. she worked at NASA. Wow. That establishes credibility, but you didn't have to go into length about it and then all these other credentials you know, a lot of times that can be found out later when people do, you know, go to your website or find out more information about you. But you're getting to the, you know, right to the root cause of the problem and providing a solution that they can implement. So important. Yeah, because the producer doesn't want you to come on and do a TV commercial about yourself. You know, they don't. Yeah. And they, they don't want stories about your grand opening, new promotions, um, you know, that you, you're celebrating 50 years in business. If it, it has to pass the who cares test and people don't usually care about grand openings, <laughs> promotions and number of years in business. They don't care about that. But if you could turn, think about how can I provide value? There was another lady that was on the show with me who, who is a dietitian, a local dietitian. And so she came on with healthy menu options that were themed around fall and pump, you know, so she had, you know, veggie dips with pump inside little pumpkins and things, you know, so she's solving problems. She's giving recipe ideas and diet tips and she's making it visually interesting because she's got like a really cool, like food setup, and she's created the whole entire segment for the producer. And, you know, she's a local dietitian. So you can pretty much do this in any type of business. You just have to be creative and think about how can I make this not about me? How can I make it about serving and providing value? Absolutely. And and that's so important. And get, now talk a little bit about, you know, to like sometimes these podcasts or maybe not the podcast, but, you know, radio shows uh, could be TV if there's a live audience, that type of thing. Talk about why it's important also. And even from speaking, you know, we, we talked to you know, also speaking so important. Talk a, a little bit about, you know, why it's important to get when you when you present this information about about the problem and, and how. There's a, yeah, how you could provide a solution. Talk a little bit about why it's important to make it interactive as well. You know, get their involvement, is there, if, if that's important or not. Well, the interactive idea takes place when you're on. Okay, so on television, what we try to do in terms of audience interaction, you know, um, well, first we interact with each other. You don't just, you don't just go on 
set and then just stare into yes. the television camera <laughs> and act like the yep. people aren't standing next to you. That's kind of awkward, right? So making sure that you're interacting with the people that are just right in front of you, right? Being a good listener and not just a good speaker, but being a really good listener and aware of what's happening on set with the people that are right with you. And then on television, you know, smiling at the camera when it's appropriate, <laughs> not awkwardly smiling at the camera when it's not appropriate, but, you know, smiling at the camera when it's appropriate and just kind of making sure that you are oh, making the audience feel like you see them <laughs> and that you're with them and you're talking to them, but also balancing who's on set with you as well. So that's how I would handle it on television. Gotcha. How about speaking? Because we, we didn't talk a little more about speaking. Like if you were up on stage and you out there doing that, you're kind of using the same concept, you know, would, would having some interaction would say somebody from the audience be important to kind of illustrate and drive home, you know, the key, you know, to the problem and then the solution. Yes. I actually will bring people up on stage out of the audience. I'll fall handpick like I usually speak at business owner conferences like women and in particular women's business conferences so like women's leadership conferences women's chamber leadership uh, trainings different things like that women business owner WBO is a big conference that I speak at so things like that so I'm doing my presentation I've got my value that I'm providing and then I'll actually pull a business owner up on the spot like a hot seat and I'll solve a business problem for them right there on the spot because I haven't I don't think I've come across a problem that I can't solve if it's related to marketing on the spot. So I do that as a way to entertain the crowd. And then they're like, you know, like I'll redo someone's pricing on the spot and show them how they can build a much more profitable business. And they love it because if you touch one person in a crowd, then you touch the entire audience. That's so true. You know, some people might be, you know, somewhat feel awkward. They don't want to say anything, but if they see it in someone else, it may not be the same problem, but nonetheless, it's a problem. And they can in some way identify or relate to what you did for that person and to bring in that to light. So important. Uh, uh, I feel like business owners all across the world, all, they pretty much, we all have the same problems. I just did a webinar yesterday for uh, the women business. It's like the women business owner group of Ireland. Their problems are exactly the same <laughs> that we have in the, in the United States. So, yeah, exactly. It's not that the problem is immune to one country to another. I mean, it's going to be no, very, very common. We're, you know, we all have the same problem. <laughs> we're all people, right? We're human beings. Yep. So <laughs> it doesn't matter if we speak different languages. So important. So what I'd like to do, uh, you know, now, Jen, I want to thank you for, for sharing your this valuable insight and in, in, to the process of going from a total unknown to a sought after business expert. I would like to see, you know, you know, have you, you know, state to the audience, you know, more about where they can find you. What are some of the things that you may, you could offer to help them? And uh, this is a great time to, you know, share that information. Oh, I'd, I'd love to. So my main website for speaking and business coaching is jendevore.rocks. So that's J-E-N-D-E-V as in Victor, O-R-E dot rocks. And that has all of the different things that I'm involved in as a speaker and a um, uh, as a business consultant. And on that website, you can go to the tab called Business Breakthrough, and you could actually sign up for a 45-minute complimentary business breakthrough session with me where I deliver on my promise to show you 10000 to $100,000 in hidden profit potential in your business, and I can do it in 45 minutes or less, and I guarantee it. I've done it hundreds of times. I can do it in my sleep. So that's really valuable. The other thing that um, I'm really excited about is my new podcast, that's available on iTunes and SoundCloud and it's called Boss Women Rock Success Secrets 
And that's the way that I provide value, in particular to female-owned businesses. Maybe you are starting up and you're not ready for to hire a consultant, or you know, maybe you're just trying to gather more information, do some research, learn some more, educate yourself. The podcast will be a very great tool for you. And I've got a new book coming out uh, with the same name, uh, Boss Woman Rock, How to Go from Total Unknown to Thought After Expert, but that's, that will be available in December. So check my social channels and follow along um, for uh, pre-release dates on that coming soon. Wow, this is fantastic. And again, you know, you can listen to this on-demand version to get this information. And Jen, what I loved about when you were given this information, we were talking about how important the message is, right? And and even from a branding standpoint, even though that you do, uh, you know, work with both uh, males and females, but when, on the female portion, you talk about the the boss, you know, women rock magazine and the boss women rock success. I mean, it's uh-huh. everything is like flows, like it, you know, nothing is like different where. You know, you kind of get confused. Okay, what does she do? What does she? You know, everything seems to be consistent. So, what you had stated before, it's so important from uh, uh, not only when you're talking, you know, either on radio or TV or speaking in person, but also in your message, you know, that you convey that through your website. It's got to be consistent to connect with the audience. But I uh, want to thank you again for taking the time to be on the show. I know you've had a busy day with doing other. You did a uh, TV show today. You got you're doing this show, and then you're doing another radio show later. We want to thank you for taking the time today. And again, we want to thank you, audience, for joining joining us each and every week here on Thursday. Uh, again, we'll be having other great experts that will be on the show going forward. And uh, we, again, thank you for taking the time every week to join us. And again, you can find us at Sustainable Success 2017. This show will be on there, including the Voice American Influencer Channel, later today on demand. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.